everybody so welcome back to the show i'm prefacing this episode just to give you guys a quick heads up so we did do our tears in this particular episode and i want to make some things clear we were not aware that braun Strowman was coming back this um week which is royal rumble this is the aftermath of the rumble that episode is coming up this week as well so be mindful of that but we were not aware that Strowman was coming back. That is why Strowman is not on the tiers list. And as I stated, and as we stay in this podcast, as things change and progress in WWE, we will adjust our tiers to reflect that, okay? We also want to make sure that we are clear about another superstar who was on the list, which was Lana. At the time, Lana had pretty much had pretty much full momentum for the most of the year and we had made the decision to put Lana on the list regardless of her being out from um for the last month or so or the last couple of weeks of the year she was out we decided to put her on the list because she was there for majority of the year and she had a pretty substantial showing for the big chunk of that year. So we decided to put her on the list instead of the injured list, all right? And in regards to NXT, just to clear some things up, because Austin Theory had an extensive showing throughout the year, as did Velveteen Dream, they were not put in our F tier as, um, you know, um, what was it, Lars Sullivan and Jackson Riker, who were pretty much gone for majority of the year. They were not seen and they are not the greatest wrestlers. Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream are very good wrestlers. We just are not okay with what hap- what's happening with them personally. And that, and we chose to assess them based on what they did um, in the actual ring and and character wise we chose to assess them that way all right so with all that being said i hope you guys enjoyed we're going to do a light review of wrestling and going to give a quick wrestling recap and we're going to move into the tears i hope you guys enjoyed this episode down for the count it wasn't an easy one to film because we were in here fighting but that's how real shit goes you feel what i'm saying i hope you guys enjoyed this episode we'll see you guys in there bye Welcome back, everybody, to Down for the Count. I'm Alexis, and with me, as always, is Tiff, Nicole, and Janae. Ladies, say hi. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Got that winter, we got that winter kind of semi-hibernation thing going on tonight, but we're going to try our best to entertain y'all tonight. Um, So we're going to jump in right to kind of the meat of the show, because, um, Honestly, besides Bianca Belair picking up Otis, like he's nothing, really nothing happened on the shows this week, which kind of enjoyed it because as of, well, Royal Rumble's next week, so WWE needs to pick up their shit. Um, uh, but we're, oh, one thing that happened. That there, I feel she like, did, they just summed me. up the shows this week for you right there. So. <laughs> that was disgusting. Sorry, I'm trying to eat. Um, is... Casey Canzaro's 450. I don't know if everyone's been arguing about like the actual technical name for what the fuck she even did, but I'm going to go with a 450 moonsault. Someone said trust fall something. I think that's how I'm going to go all with that. Yes. Um, Obviously, it wasn't perfect. That's perfectly fine. 
um tony wasn't rolled around correctly for it but it did hit his mark and it's one of those things like once she perfects it it's going to be amazing but props to her and also props to Lacey. they did amazing um their first round and they moved they went on as they should because they are the legitimate they are the only legitimate tag team that is featured in the dusty classic for the women's side i mean besides um technically if you want to count um indy and technically if you want to count indy and um candace but Lacey and Casey have been operating as a legit tag team for I feel like almost a year now or close to it they've been around for a hot second yeah and I'm just so impressed with what they've done like they looked amazing and they looked how people who and this is just in general across all the brands this is how people should look when they come back after being off of tv for x amount of time and not really being showcased this is how they should come back looking on tv my thing too is the match was great they actually got some minutes because everyone was saying oh they're gonna lose to mercedes and tony storm and they showed showed up and they showed out and for me at this point if you're not going to take those tag titles down to nxt call both of them up and put them over on SmackDown so they can feud with the Riot Squad, Tamina and Natalia, and let them, let's do something with that. Just because they're a good tag team, and if you're not bringing those titles down there, don't waste them. Like, they could be used properly. Yeah. Also, yeah. I the winners I've of been, the I've been Dusty- hearing rumblings about Casey. Also, the winners and, and of the Lacey. Women's Dusty Cup, do they get a tag title shot? They never specified. They've never said what they get. They just take the Dusty Cup, just like they Yeah, in. they didn't really. I mean, they barely specified for the men's to a certain extent, honestly. Yeah. They well, they here. never really clearly said that they get a men's tag team shot. I think hopefully once it gets a little bit down more in the brackets, they'll say, okay, this is what they're getting. But they didn't even really say it for the men, so... Well, Even though we rambling. know that's what we'll, they get. We'll talk about, talk, I'll ask you after the podcast is over, the rumblings you heard. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I think that's the only really knowable thing that we should mention because I, I was amazing. Everything else is like, you know, whatever. But we can move on to um, what we really want to talk about, which is our uh, tears that yes. we talked about previously. So Ryan Satin earlier this month put out his tears for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, respectively, where he rated wrestlers from A-plus to F. And so we took that idea. All right, so Ryan Satin put out a tier, uh, three tiers. Was it two or three tiers? Anyway, he put out tiers for Raw and SmackDown, I believe, earlier this month. It's been a very long month already. It's only the 24th of January. Uh, yeah. He put out his own. He put out his tier listing of WWE superstars from SmackDown and Raw, rating anywhere from an A plus to an F, um, depending on basically what kind of year they had. Um, now, granted, 2020 was a very weird year. Hoping 2021 is a hell of a lot better for everybody involved in this planet. Um, 
but so we decided to take an idea that idea from Mr. Satin and we made our own tears. And now uh, this was not recorded for the show. We did this in our off season. There was a lot of yelling. There was a lot of compromises <laughs> to say the least. Um, but we will be posting them on our, uh, we will be posting them on our Instagram. Are we gonna be posting them on Twitter too or just the Instagram? I think we should post them on Instagram and Twitter. Both. So so we'll be posting them on both our social medias. And we just want to thank Janae. Heads up. She's the one who did the graphics and everything. They look so good. They They look amazing. So if you guys need graphic help, if you need music help, contact our girl Janae. She'll hook you up. So we're gonna go in order so we're gonna start with the the head of the class we're gonna start with the a plus you guys just want to do all the a plus across the board or do you want to do like each individual show i think we should do all across the board okay uh every let me see if i can pull that back up here hang on i don't have any of them so you guys will have to read them to me tiff sent me something you sent it in my email right tiff yeah, she has a. I'll set the link in there. Hold on a second. We are um, just so professional tonight. Really... <laughs> no, it's fine. I I'm was like... in here so we can see it. Oh, also while Alexis is pulling up, I've been slowly gathering stuff for um, the book we're putting together for Brody Lee's family. Um, it's not going as fast as I thought I w- it would because of all like the stuff that people sent. And then the stuff that I've also accumulated, then also the free time that I thought I had, but I technically that I apparently don't. So, um, that's something that's in the works, but it's going to probably take a minute. So once I gets closer, we'll share that with everyone. And you know what? We want to give a second to tell Nicole how awesome she is. If y'all don't know, Nicole is currently working in the medical field. She is being basically a frontline essential worker and um, she's she's a badass bitch. So that's all we really want to say about her. Uh, we love Nicole. We do. Oh, you and can, You can zoom in on the pictures on Zoom now? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you guys see, do you guys see it or are you... Yeah, Do I see it. it. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm sharing the screen. Oh, why in. am I going through my email? Shit. I'm um, sharing the screen. You can see it. Ryan Satin had the tears. Uh, it, it was an idea that was birthed from a um, a Reddit post that he used to follow. It was a um, weekly post that would happen on Reddit. They would update the graphic, the tear graphic by um, how the performer performed every week and how they were booked every storyline they were in, if they were champions, they would move up the tier. The way he had it set up, it says the categories for the tiers were as follows. He has A plus for the biggest stars in the company, A for the main eventers, B plus could be booked in main events, B mid-card title holders and contenders, C regularly appearing on TV, C plus regularly appearing on TV and C appearing sporadically on shows. D falling out of interest and F is a 24-7 title chaser. That's how he set up his tiers. And we switched ours around a little bit. 
Um, I feel like a mid-card title holder should be a B-plus um, superstar. So that got switched with the B-tier. So the B-tier um, is, the B-plus tier is the mid-card title holder for ours. And the B-tier is, could be booked in main events. I felt like they were doing the <laughs> mid-card title holders a bit of a disservice by putting them below main adventures. They don't have titles. And in my book, a title holder is a bigger star, period. Right. Um, we switched the D tier. We left the D tier at falling out of interest. But in the F tier, we our F tier isn't going to be 24-7 title chaser. It literally is someone who either um, we deem to be um, someone who shouldn't be in WWE. They're problematic or they shouldn't be there. And um, that's where we put them. So we have F tiers for all three shows. And then we have the inactive list. And on the inactive list are those who are injured or those who are, have simply been pulled out of TV. So that's how we set up our tiers. And Alexis is right. We, we were on the verge of fighting <laughs> with these lists. I missed that. Especially for the first one. Um, mainly more focused around um, certain superstars, but it wasn't, it wasn't too bad for us to get it together. We, um, we were trying to stick to the criteria, but when you really start breaking down certain superstars, it's very difficult. If you're going by just the year that they've had, and how popular they were, and then you're looking at how good their matches are and everything that encompasses what they were as a star that year, that becomes a big factor in how you um, rate them, how you grade them. So we do have our tier list. It will be up on the Instagram, and we are going to post it on Twitter, and you guys can, you know, you can come at us, bro, because I think a lot of the people we pick for certain tiers, people are going to be, you know, in their feelings about, but we'll defend it because we're not oh, idiots. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we're going to piss off some people, but hey, that's what we live yeah. for. So uh, we're going to start with A+. Plus. Um, these are the men and women who really just, 2020 was their year, and they're, I kind of looked at them as the workhorses because they were there when COVID started and, you know, they still gave a hell of a show. So yeah. A plus starting with raw, we have Drew McIntyre, Oscar and Randy Orton. Cause this has actually been some of Orton's best heel work he's ever fucking done. In my opinion. Period. Like he's like, I was, I don't know what it was. I guess I was just getting bored with Orton because it was the same shtick with him, but it's like somewhere along the line, he was just like, he like, I don't know, that thing with Edge last year was just really fucking good. And then, yeah, so. And then over on NXT, for A+, we have Adam Cole, Io Shirai, Killer Cross with Scarlet and Finn Balor. Oh, are we I'm, doing all the A's for Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and then yeah, yes. we're doing we're doing the A pluses first. Okay. 
And then over on SmackDown for A plus, we have Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns, and Bailey. And I'm already hearing the anger of the fanboys coming out. <laughs> uh. So moving from A plus to A, back on Raw, we have Charlotte Flair, Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, and AJ Styles. All right, and then on over on NXT, A. This uh, this one kind of made me mad, but uh, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Oni and Birch, Rhea Ripley, Imperium, and Undisputed Era. Now, when we talk about tag teams or a group, who wants to explain that first? Because Tiff, how do I we? Can. Okay, well, or um, Tiff, you yeah. can do it. The way that um, we decided to go about it was um, we we could not put them we could not put undisputed era in the same section because although they operated as a unit, one of them stood out more than the other. Adam Cole had a better year than his entire group did, so it was we had to separate undisputed era and Cole and let them operate as a tag team for here and then let Cole operate as a singles competitor. Um, originally, the reason why we just left Fish and O'Reilly as the tag team is because Roderick Strong, Roderick Strong does compete as a tag team with Undisputed Era on occasion, but majority of the time when you think about the tag team title runs they've had, Fish and O'Reilly were the ones who were holding the title. Yes, at one point Strong did hold it, but it was it was usually Fish and O'Reilly, and they were the ones who would compete and um, be the ones that you would see that would represent Undisputed Era as a team. Um, and as tag teams, we okay for Birch and 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 Oni, I just. Um, they're champions, so we put them at the A tier. I, I honestly could have dropped them down, but if they were not champion, they wouldn't be that high. If you ask me, that's just my personal opinion. So as long as they are a tag team and they have operated as a tag team, and you, you know, they're not operating as a unit. Like say, New Day used to operate as a tag team it could be interchangeable between the three of them right Mm -hmm. as long as it was they weren't operating like that they would have to be separated so that we could we have to assess them by that alone we couldn't assess them as a group um same goes for hurt business because we we kind of separated them based on who they were with more but we will we will get to that in just a second. Um, and just on... a heads up for retribution, because I know some people are going to say something. We could not find the PNG without Mustafa Ali in it. So you'll see him in that in that part of the tier list, but he's not the one we're assessing. We're assessing retribution, the group as a whole outside of Ali. Right. Just so we're clear. So on SmackDown, on SmackDown, which is also the better show, sorry, NXT, uh, for main roster. For A, we have our patron saint of badassness, Bianca Belair. 
Street Profits, Jay Uso, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. Any arguments on that one? No. no. Okay. B plus, back over on Raw, we have Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, New Day, Jaina and Nia, and Bobby Lashley with MVP. I didn't want to put Bobby Lashley up there, but I had to. <laughs> you didn't want to put Bobby Lashley on here, period. No, he would have been in the F tier if you really wanted for me to be honest, but I had to be unbiased. So, <laughs> sorry. And I, mm, we almost split Shayna and I up, honestly. And they were, <laughs> they were a tag team. Originally, they were split because, according to Alexis and Nicole, Shayna carried the team and Naya was just, you know, the proverbial mouthpiece. And I was like, although I agree, they still were a team, you know. But ultimately, we ended up agreeing that they did deserve to be in this same category together. So that's where we left them. This tier list would have been much different if we had been extremely biased. I wish we I wish we did record that because everyone who thinks like, oh, y'all just agree on everything. No. no, we no we're about to get to the point where we didn't agree at all. You know, when you, you know when you get a group of guys sitting around a table and they're doing fantasy football and you always get the one that's like really mad because like you they took their guy or something and they end up flipping the table. Like, yeah, if that was us in real life able to meet up, we're pretty sure something would have been broken <laughs> or thrown or just like whatever and just walked away <laughs> one of those would have happened all right so b plus for nxt we have damian priest santos escobar mercedes martinez dexter loomis raquel gonzalez Shotzi blackheart and grizzled young vets Yep. No one, anybody got a complaint? I love girls with young vets. They don't get the shine that they deserve. They don't. And then uh, we can move on to another tier, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> All right. And B plus over on SmackDown, we have Daniel Bryan and Biggie. Now, before <clears throat> anybody comes at us, because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Well, if your champions are A plus, how come Big E's not on there? Because Big E's a mid card title holder, and that's yeah. where the mid card title holders go. And Simple if you want to really get technical, Big E just won the title. We put reason we put Sasha and Bailey higher than Big E is because they were there from day one of COVID. And they kept, like, honestly, I'm going to say this, and I can't believe I'm fucking saying it. It just goes to how shit weird this last year was. If Sasha and Bailey did not do the work with the women's tag titles that they did last year, I don't think anybody would give a shit about the, those titles at this point. Well, they don't know, but you're right. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, so heading back over to Rob, we're starting at the B, B tier. We have The Miz. No, no, baby. Get down. get down, cat. Believe it or not, Miz was one of the ones that really caused us to get into an almost argument. Um, yeah, no, because I don't, I don't like no, The agree. Miz slander. We, 
we I wanted him to be higher. I thought that the Miz um, was great, but I didn't think the year he had was 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 that great. We put him at I the said- B tier. I thought the B tier was solid. I thought that was a good enough set, slot. I'm just saying there was a missed opportunity with a promo there when we were doing it because <laughs> like, and I told these, uh, Janae, tell me this would not have been like a great promo to shoot at the Miz. Cause like all of a sudden he became so obsessed with Mandy to get her away from Otis. How much of a, of a burn would have been like, oh, you care about her? Or is it because she's the hotter, younger version of your wife? Yeah. <laughs> like tell me that would not have been like the burn and then I would never be able to recover from that. that see the thing is i would have took that personally like i know we all yeah. but i would have took that personally and we just would have started fighting but men <laughs> say personal shit like that all the time so why and not he don't mean it he'd just be going off the dome you know I would like to say, though, I'm upset that I wasn't here for this, guys. I was busy putting together a a table. Um, But when I got on the call, I heard all of the happenings and the arguments. And I was like, well, good God almighty. One person, someone's weed would have got pulled out. Someone would have lost the No, it would not. It was not that bad. Someone would have got wine thrown in their face. Yeah. It was not that bad. Something would have been set on fire. For no reason, probably. Maybe the real would have been <laughs> upside down in the front yard. Stop no one knows how how it got there. The cat's on the roof. I can't. Someone would have been put through the table you just built. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. We we did we did fight over it, but it wasn't that bad. So uh, Keith, so B, Miz, Keith Lee. Sexy Muscle Friends and Our Truth. So, okay, so this tier, more specifically, was the one we had difficulty with. This is where it started. All right. So, when you look at Keith Lee, okay, for me, I counted everything Keith Lee did. But when the left, when Nicole was like, "Well, we have to assess him by." his raw career we can't bring nxt in because he would it would because in my mind i'm like okay if we do do that he would have to be on nxt tier two because he was there in nxt earlier this year right yes so she was like so she was like you have to assess him by what he's done on raw right now although he had like a really good year we have to go by his raw career and i was like okay that makes sense because I was getting ready to push Keith Lee up to the A tier, period. Because that's where I wanted him to be. I wanted I him like, to be on the A tier too. Yeah, I love Keith, but I was trying to be I was trying to be as logical as possible. Right. So I was like, okay, Nicole's right. We can't put him that high, but he's no less than a B. And the only reason why he's not at a B plus is because, um. He hadn't got he he's there he's great, but he he hasn't been moving and shaking yet. And I think he that Keith Lee, even though he's one of the best, he has time to grow, to be better, and to be pushed up, which I think will happen soon. And when he does, we'll switch tears and we'll fix it. But I like Keith Lee being in that B 
he could be switched. He could be put in B plus if we wanted to. B to us was just a logical place to start him at. Now, when it came to R-Truth, I did not want R-Truth up there. That was all <laughs> Nicole and Alexis. I was dead set against putting R-Truth in the B tier. And, and Dana and Mandy. What I didn't we, want them. <laughs> What we agreed with with Truth was that exposure-wise, he was on every Raw. He was, was he on SmackDown at all this year? No, he was just on Raw, right? Yeah, it's just Raw. Okay. Yeah. He was on every Raw. He was, even if he wasn't fucking, if he wasn't wrestling, he his he was still there. Like, you saw him. You saw the 24-7 title. He was at every pay-per-view, even if it was just crashing the... Um, the the table thing you know he he was there we saw it and he's entertaining when he was on tv like he's he's gonna retire with that with that title like that's just our truth title at this oh yeah they should let him keep it like, my thing was well, he was seen on tv so he should have been at this c tier the nxt b b tier for b tier we have Brizongo and dakota kai so B tier for SmackDown is as follows. We have Carmella, Apollo Crews, and Sami Zayn. Just honestly, I love Sami Zayn. Like this work that he's doing, it's freaking, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So good. <laughs> so, so, so good. It's very good. <laughs> I just... I'm sorry, but every time he talks, all I think of is like Janae trying to do her Castro impersonation. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest part about the SmackDown was every time someone new came out or they switched the camera to Sammy, he had a new like um, a new poster up. (laughs) And I was just cracking up laughing because you're just like, how the hell did he do that? Right? (laughs) He's he's a genius. You gotta love Sammy. He got a level. He he's turning into a good a good heel. So I want to see as much as I like him being the little Scott kid that we all love. Uh, I kind of I want him to stay heel for a while. All right, so we're moving on to the C plus tier, and this is when we're gonna start pissing everybody else off besides us. Starting on Raw C plus, we have and this one hurt Jeff Hardy. Morrison, Mustafa <laughs> Ali, Lana, Riddle, and Ricochet. Yep. I think um, that's just fine. That this is not a toy. This is my ed- earbud. Stop it. <laughs> Over, on NXT next? Over on NXT, we got Tomas- C plus continuing. We got Tommaso Ciampa, Tony Nese, Tony Storm, Zia Lee, and Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on SmackDown, we have Billy Kay, Buddy Murphy, Riot Squad, and Dirty Dogs. I think dirty spelt wrong, too. <laughs> well, no, that's how they spell it on their shirts. Really? With an E? I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's how they let me uh, look I'm pretty sure that's how they spell it on their shirts. The, the writing nerd in me is like so full of rage right now. Okay. All right, so we're moving to the C tier. Starting back on Raw. We, first Raw, we have Elias, Nikki Cross, 
Reckoning, Drew Gulak, who's a friend of the show. Hey, Drew. And Angel Garza. Okay, so I know that people are probably going to be questioning why Reckoning is up there. And the reality is um, she just had a better year than the rest of Retribution had. <laughs> Who the fuck's Reckoning? Me and Yem. Me and Yem. Oh. Mm. She was seen on TV more and we... Technically. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why we put her up there. Otherwise, she'd be right with Okay, ladies and gents, just taking a quick, quick break to let you guys kind of think about our tiers that we have set up for the first 25 minutes. We gave you guys the first half of the tiers. Let us know what you think about it in our comment section on Instagram. We're going to post this to our Twitter as well. And make sure you guys, if you have Anchor and you're listening to us through Anchor, you can send us a voice message. We are always, always, always available on the Twitters at Down for the Count 19. And of course, on Instagram at Down for the Count. It is at D4TC underscore podcast, actually. Sorry about that. So make sure you guys follow us so you can let us know what you think about our tears and about the podcast as a whole and any of the topics that we discuss. Let us know what you guys think in our comments, on our Instagram, in our comments, if you want to respond to the tweets. And of course, you can always hit us up through voice messages. So without further ado, I'll let you get back to the tears and the arguments and the fights that we took trying to create these tears. I'll see you guys back in there. Over, all right, heading back over NXT for C, we got Roderick Strong, Austin Theory, Boa, Cameron Grimes, uh, Swerve, Tony Atlas, Pat McAfee, Ember Moon, Indy Hartwell, Tyler. Girl, what did you do for Velveteen Dream? Oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm being canceled. She put warning tape around Velveteen Dream. I didn't know what to do. Don't fucking change it. I love it. Oh, God. When we post this, I'm zooming this in so you can see it because it's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I can't do. see it. Right underneath, <laughs> right underneath it, it says, sorry, event canceled. Is what she put under there. Oh. <laughs> okay, I have to. Okay. I'm going to resend SmackDown because it is spelled with the Y. I thought, I, I thought they spelled it with an E to be different. Fuck. <laughs> So we have, all right, we have Tyler Rust. We'll come back to him in a second. Casey and Caden, Phantasma, uh, and Dane and Maverick. Now, Velveteen Dream, this dude right here. Let me rephrase this. This dude right here. Right. We were all split on. Um. Okay, I did so- okay, not. I personally said no. We don't need the no because here's the thing: we if we were like, look, because the shit that happened last year with the speaking up movement, um, some of this made it very uncomfortable to do a little bit. And I, I let Tiff and Nicole do this one because I I couldn't what, do what it. Am I- 
What do I have to talk okay, about? Okay, so when it came so, to Austin Theory Velveteen. and Velveteen Dream, oh, we, yeah. we, we were split on Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream. And the reason why is because Velveteen Dream got in trouble for talking to underage boys. Um, he was able to weasel out of any type of legal problems or going to jail because in Florida, the legal age is 17 and the boy he was speaking to was 17. Yes. As far as Austin Theory is concerned, nothing ever came from Austin Theory's situation, and they did have proof that he was talking to underage girls. I don't know what happened with that. It just kind of disappeared. Theory disappeared from main event TV, <clears throat> and they just, you know, brought him back to NXT, and he started slowly being integrated back into NXT. Um, other than that, there was really nothing else done to either man. Out of both, Velveteen Dream stood to be the one to be prosecuted and possibly go to jail, and he was able to get out of it due to his lawyer. Um, I don't know what came of Austin Theory and his accuser, but he had multiple accusers as well, and it just kind of fizzled out, and it didn't go anywhere. So... No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry, I'll let you finish first. So we assess them by what they've done um, for the year on television. And to be fair, neither one of them did anything spectacular. I will say outside of his personal business, Velveteen did have a semi-decent year. He did have a match with Cole, and that was a good match. He had a couple spots, and he had some good things going, but this stuff really took him out especially in Alexis's eyes, she was not happy. She didn't want him or Theory on the list at all, but we had to put them there and remove our personal bias and at least assess them based off of what they were capable of and what they've done. So that's what we did. Alexis completely removed herself from that process. She said, I'm not doing that. Um, Out of, like, no, they're being accused of this. And then they have proof of what they've done they're not getting an assessment for me. So we, she left it up to me and Nicole. And I was just like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll just look at it by what they've done. And that's where yeah. they were placed. They're in the same category. They didn't really do anything spectacular to begin with. So they were well, seen on television. This is my horrible devil's advocate. So um, I left Theory on there. And also, because you think about it, Theory was super hot when he came on. Because he just got signed. Well, I don't. Well, it's not this year anymore. In twenty twenty, got signed early, early slash mid that year, and then also he was like in XC for a little bit. Then he had that random call up, which yeah. was really good for him. And then he was with um, Sats for a hot second, and then he got moved over to um, with Zelina Vega. Oh. and then Angel and um, Andrade which was really good for him and then also he was and then also like we can't discredit for him he was also technically he was also in Wrestle, uh, Wrestlemania match mm-hmm. yeah so um, and then all and then obviously all of this came about as well so it's just like one of those things that it's like obviously his horribleness overshadowed what was going on 
And we tried to be unbiased. Um, yes. I, I, we, we did the best we could. So y'all just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> it is what it is, because they honestly could have been left off the list in its entirety. Yes. Now, other than that, uh, what's on? Who's on SmackDown? Oh, so okay. Uh, C list on SmackDown. Here we go. So for C tier, we have Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Chad Gable, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura. Those two hurt the most, and Otis. Um, <clears throat> I I didn't have a problem with the, with this entire tier. Honestly, I could have put Corbin at F. But we had to be fair. So. Um, and I'm the same way. I'm I'm t- I'm fine with everyone on that that zone right now. There it is. All right. So moving to D list. Now, yeah. when we say D list, we're not insulting them. This is just people who. Well, some of them we are. Some yeah, of them we some are. of them I'm <laughs> insulting. This is people who are calling out of interest. No, 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 Lucha House Party and Akira Tozawa. So okay, as far as Lucha House Party is concerned, I don't like the Lucha House Party at all. I do. I like them. <laughs> I want. I can't. I can't them. fucking stand them. I, I love Lucha House them. Party. I don't point. like them at all. I love them. I I think they're great, and I was like, I wanted them to be moved up. They could have been in the in the in the C tier. No. And Nicole was like, no. Nicole was like, no. She was like, they're not, they're not, they're falling out of interest. They're not on TV regularly. We don't see them. They just got on TV with the classic and they just got on TV more recently in the last couple of weeks. I was like, yeah, but they're great. They have they have good matches. She was like, I don't care. They don't deserve to be <laughs> And then and then Lacey Evans and Peyton they deserve to be there because they're terrible. Both equally I, and separately. I have chucked my Lacey Evans shirt into the abyss until she does something that's not involved being Ric Flair's sugar baby. Oh, and then the other one was retribution. So the ones we we are we are like you know insulting our Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, retribution, and Nicole's giving the business to Lucha House Party. I'm not doing. I actually <laughs> like them. I actually yeah. like them. And a, like and a poor Akira, because Akira Tazawa just... You want to talk about someone that they drop the ball on so fucking bad, and then they give them that really... In 2020, they're going to make the Asian dude a ninja. <sighs> and then on top of that, like, Tucker hasn't been seen on TV in months. I I don't know where Tucker is or, or what he's doing. And Umberto Carrillo only wrestles on main event. So they're falling out of interest. And we just, even though we see Lacey and Peyton every week, they arguably, they could be moved up to the C tier. I was dead mm. to get that because they're, they're, not, they're not good. They're not doing great. Like, 
Peyton has been having horrible matches as of lately. And then Lacey Evans is getting sloppy. She's in the ring. She's not executing moves properly. Her ring awareness is shitty. And the only thing she cares about is looking like a Southern Belle with her raggedy-ass shoes and her old-ass hat. And I'm sick of it. You've got to do better than that. I I would like to, I would just want to know what happened to her because she was, I mean, she wasn't like, you know, breaking down walls and barricades and all this shit. Like she wasn't doing anything like outside the box that hadn't been done, but she was improving. And then it's just like out of nowhere, she's like regressing to where she was like two years ago. And I'm just like out of, this is going to sound bad, but I'm going to fucking say it anyway. And all those bitches in NXT that they could have called up, they called up you. <clears throat> well, so, and I would- this is my thing with Lacey Evans, and I feel like she needs she. I mean, she needs to, and I mean, like soon needs to find mm-hmm. a solution for this. Uh, her work rate also changes when she's a heel or her face. Yeah, it's also. Um, a thing she she yeah. someone needs to talk to her about that because it's Priscilla, but it's like <laughs> jarring. And it's 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 a staunch difference. And yes. it's like when she's a heel, she's extremely lazy. Yes, but as a face, she puts in more work, and I don't understand that. Like I, Nicole brought up a good point when we were talking about the tears. She was like, "When's the last time she did the women's right?" And Alexis was like, I don't recall the last time she used that women's right. I'm like, I haven't seen her use it. And it's a simple move. It's just like, you just, it's just a knockout it's a, punch. But she's not, she's not using it. I, I, and, I mean, I've been saying it. I know Aunt, they could have switched somebody who's on SmackDown with her. Kept her on SmackDown. I agree. Kept her. Oh, Nigel's back. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Nigel. Um, and then have her as a you know, when I tell you, I would make so much money off of Lacey as a yeah. face, especially during um, this is messed up during Memorial Day, yeah. during Veterans Day, no, it's the whole, whole fourth of July. That bitch yeah. would have a belt, that yeah. girl would only have a belt on those holidays. Well, if she could times. keep it like from July up until like um Clash of Champions, because like Clash of yes. Champions is in September, yeah. that would be the time frame that you would do it and you would have her have a big feud in May because um Memorial Day is in May, right? I think so, yes. One of those it's in months, May? Yeah. Memorial Day is in May, so have Lacey have a big feud in May, then you kind of taper her down, and then in June, July, which would be like SummerSlam, you bring you start to roll her up, have her in a feud, get the belt, she runs with the belt until September, and then, or Hell in a Cell, and then it's over. I just, like, because I know people are like, well, that's how heels do, you know, they don't you know they can't really use that argument anymore because we're seeing like we're seeing the evolution of heels where yeah at one point they didn't put in a whole lot of work but now you have but now but you i mean like they said like you know heels use like sneaky underhand bullshit yeah but they still put on decent matches that's where i was getting that's what i was gonna say like they you still look at how some of the guys work. at NXT work and, and then even on the main roster, 
her counterparts. Look at how Shayna and Nia work. A lot of people have a problem with Nia's in-ring work, and I'm one of them. But the reality mm-hmm. is when she's in the ring, you she's not she's not relying on the person who's her opponent to make her match look good. She is doing her best. Now she you may know, make some flubs and some botches, but for the one hundred on the one hundred percent scale, you can't tell me that Naya doesn't put in the work in her matches. That's the no. same thing go for Shayna and all the other heels that are on the show. Like that, that if I can understand like cheating low blows, thumb in the eye like Randy does, and that kind of stuff, that's different. And, like, he's another one. Randy Orton is a heel, true enough, but his match quality is unmatched. He always puts in 100%. So your ass can't rest on the fact that you're the Southern Belle. You got to do more than that. Because I'm sick of you, your fucked up gear, and that sweaty ass, titty sweat, napkin you keep throwing on people, I'm sick of that shit, too, because that's nasty. See, you know where I started not, here's where I started noticing the crack in Lacey last year is when she was having, what was, she was having that match with Bailey, I think it was. I can't remember the pay-per-view that it was. Rumble, or was it before that? It was before COVID. A there, times. It was before COVID, so it was in front of an audience. It wasn't yeah, eliminating. Oh, it was this, it was the match where her and Bailey, she was actually doing really good. And yeah, then all of a sudden, it just seemed like Lacey ran out of gas because she was doing something. She's off the done top that. She's world. done that with Charlotte a couple times. She well, got in that in that match with with Bailey. I remember at the Royal Rumble, Lacey did. Lacey put in the work that whole match. It was towards the end that she got gassed, and Bailey was kind of phoning in that match. If I recall, I just remember there was a match. She went up to the top rope, or she was going to do something off the top rope. They're going to do like a suplex or something. And it was like all of a sudden, Lacey just decided she was going to run out of gas. They're falling. Like they didn't even do the suplex. Like basically, you just see them falling. And here's Bailey trying to. This is where I start respecting Bailey. She's not only trying to catch Lacey to make sure she's okay. She's trying to protect herself from not getting hurt because this bitch just ran out of gas. And you can't do that. That just means your cardio shit then. I don't think that was at Royal Rumble. I don't remember. It wasn't Royal Rumble. I felt like it was after Royal Rumble. But y'all know what match I'm talking about though, right? Was yeah. it? I yeah. think it was after Royal um, Rumble. It was, it was so just her and Lacey? It was her. It was, it was Bailey and Lacey because it was I, for the title it was for the title it was for the smackdown title it was at, it, it, had, it had to be after hold on i'm about to look that up that was the last time they wrestled for that title was that royal rumble it yeah. could have been royal rumble it could have been, been royal rumble because lisey wasn't in the women's royal rumble that year no but she did put out a good match against bailey that match at the Royal Rumble with Bailey, Bailey was the one who wasn't on her P's and Q's that time. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey did great. Yeah, Bailey had got gassed, and Lacey was doing her job in that match. But I, I, I'm pretty I'm sure that was the last match they had outside of if, if they had that like a the last match. singles. That was the last yeah. singles. That was that the last one. Yeah, but they had matches before that because their feud lasted quite some time. 
Like, but y'all, but y'all know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had to be a SmackDown match. Either yeah, a SmackDown. Was, I think it had to be on SmackDown. Yeah. It was because I remember them having another match that had no audience. Because, but this one, this one had an audience because when and it was visible because there was no covering up for this because it was it when you watch it it just seems like Lacey dead weights on Bailey and it happens like it happened really fast but it's like when you're off the ground and you're like falling and I mean like you're only like what second row you're only like three feet off the ground or something like that at that point but that's still a scary ass fall when you're like going backwards and you don't know what the hell's going on and you could hear people in the crowd chanting, you fucked up. What match was that? It was a match. I'm someone if someone's listening to the show and you know what I'm talking about. It's a match between Lacey and Bailey. And Lacey ran out of gas because Bailey won by a roll-up because that happened. Bailey got you could see she got super pissed and she just rolled her up for the win. Bailey won by roll-up at the rumble. So it had to be the rumble then, right? No, because that match, that match, Bailey was the one who was not performing well. I remember it because we watched it and I was sitting here like, what is going on with Bailey? Bailey didn't, Bailey phoned in that match at Rumble. I distinctly remember it because it was slow. Every time Bailey would get some traction, it didn't, it, it wasn't hitting. Lacey was working that match as much as she could, and Bailey was the one who got gassed. I remember it vividly. Okay. My bad. I don't I don't remember. I don't remember if she got in the match and it was before that. And she had um she was because it they had multiple matches leading up to Rumble. So yes. it could have been one of the matches they had. But I, it wasn't at Rumble because Bailey was the one who had a bad matchup. I think it was at a SmackDown because I, re- I, re- so I remember the, I remember the Royal Rumble yeah. match. But I remember another match that I, th- I had to be on TV, and I remember I was like, "This is so bad." I remember distinctively thinking it was so bad, and I know it wasn't on pay per view. Okay. Okay. So the last match in front of a crowd that Lacey and Bailey had was January 17th. And that's the one that she won. It just, it, I know it was bad and I remember it wasn't at a paper. Was that a SmackDown? Yeah, it was a SmackDown. It had to be a SmackDown. And this it was one I remember, be- I remember because people were laughing because when Lacey went to go pin Bailey, she accidentally grabbed her boot. And, and you can and you can clearly see Lacey go. Oh shit! I'm grabbing your boot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, it was. It's just you know she. Heyman was really high on her. They put her with Natalia, and you know if they put someone with Natalia, they're gonna be like, look, this is your trial by fire. If she can't get you over, nobody can. She got over with Natalia, but it's just like. I liked Lacey. I liked her look. I liked the way she wrestled. I thought she was cool, but it's like, sweetie, you can't just rely on your look. You're gonna have to get better. Lana's like doing, Lana too, is higher ranked than you. Get on your I, shit, girl. I like yeah. Lacey too, but my problem with Lacey is that she 
puts more work into her character than she do her in-ring work. And that's okay if you plan on being a manager or a valet. If you're not a manager or a valet, then you have to do double duty. You have to be like Bailey or Sasha or Randy or Roman or Drew. You've got to be able to sell what you're what you're doing in the ring and it has to match. It has to be on par. If you can't do that, then then it's something's not right. And and nobody's gonna believe you. You're you're coming in as the Summer Bell with the women's right thing. And I thought that was a cool concept for her specifically. And it works out for her because they very well could have had her as like a fucking lame ass version of Charlotte. But she came in there with her own shit, which I'm like, okay, cool. We got it. But your ring work, your in-ring work is shabby. Now, the reason why Lana is higher than Lacey I mean, is because, first of all, her matches are better than Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. And that says a lot because Lana isn't the greatest wrestler. But she's also improved. And we've seen her on television for weeks straight. She was on television. And she pinned a former champion in in um, the, the women's championship and in um, the women's tag team championship, she pinned them and she didn't do bad in that match. She did very good. She, she's been entertaining throughout her push on television. So Lana got put up higher because she's just simply doing better. Mm-hmm. And she fit in the criteria that was set. So, I mean, Lacey and Peyton, Peyton botched Every match she's been in, especially with Charlotte, she's been botching. I don't know if it's a chemistry thing with her or what's going on, but she's not entertaining as a character or a wrestler. I just think it's funny. They broke up the Iconics to push Peyton, and everyone's like, oh, Peyton's the one that's going to be the star. It's Billy. I told y'all it wasn't going to be Peyton. I, I think honestly, what I think was gonna was supposed to happen is once they split them up, because once they split them up, it seemed like they were pushing Peyton more. But then you can see all the flaws. You could see mm-hmm. all the flaws he has and everything. And then you go over with Billy to uh, SmackDown, and you can see that yeah, her wrestling isn't great, but she really excels at promo skills, and she's very hilarious. She can use. It looks like she can make anything work. So that's something that you can use with Billy. But when you look at Peyton by herself, her wrestling skills are lacking and she's not good at promos. Like literally thinking about it, Billy was the one who kept them cohesively together. And that's why you see Billy standing out more than Peyton because Billy, you can use her. She is usable. Even if she has to do a match, you can still put her in a match and she'll need to do what she has to do. It won't be anything spectacular, but you know that you can always rely on her for promo. You can't right. really do that with Peyton by herself. So you have to put her in a tag team. And I think at this point, it'd be stupid of them to put the Iconics back together for just how good Billy is doing as a solo wrestler. I agree. And that's a question people keep asking. Well, why they split up the Iconics only to pair Peyton with Lacey Evans? The reality is Peyton can't last on her own. So they pair her up with Lacey Evans. But if you ask me, you got the blind leading the blind. So it's not gonna do that. one of them good in the near future. It was so Billy is just like I love she's Billie. just one of those people. Like she has 
amazing comedic timing she's not bad in the ring she obviously she could use some work but that's something that all she gotta do is go to performance center for a little bit that's fine he can fix that shit um but um Billy is solid yeah like she's just so she's just she's great like she's amazing in her role in Smackdown and is just kind of being a buffer between like everything yes yeah because like when you look at billy i can go i can do something with billy even though her wrestling isn't top notch i can work with her her character the way her character is i can definitely find something for her when i look at peyton i wouldn't know what to do with her i'd be like ah go with lacy just do go with lacy and do some shit it's like telling your kid, like, I don't want you in the house. Just go outside so I don't have to deal with you for, like, like 10 minutes. Damn. That's what it seems like, man. And it's like, I just, here, look. Billy Kay has surprised me. And I will eat crow and say, holy shit, I did not know she could do this. What She's got the character down good. If she wants to be like in a manager position, we need more managers. Like managers in wrestling is a dying art. And I will argue that to the day I die. Mm -hmm. If she can wrestle or to the point she looks comfortable wrestling, where she's not so stiff-legged and that she's not wrestling like she's got a stick shoved up her ass. Because she do wrestle like that. You got like let's be honest if billy can get over that and she keeps the character work up ladies and gentlemen you have the prototype for like almost the damn near perfect women wrestler she can wrestle she has personality she can do character she can be a face she can be a heel like it's like the fucking jack of all trades she just needs to learn how to be more confident when she wrestles and then i'll be a hundred percent on her like yes like fucking do this shit let's go (laughs) i agree All right, so let's. Oh, I forgot somebody at NXT for the C list or for the C tier. I apologize. That's my bad. Um, Leon Ruff. Yeah, he is in the C. Um, my apologies, Leon. You're doing you're doing wonderful, sweetie. Um, <laughs> so D tier, we have Aaliyah with Robert Stone for NXT, and who is this Adonis guy? I never heard of his ass. He was there um, in the NXT. Around the time when um, the Gato Phantasma was attacking Swerve and Jake Atlas, he got attacked on 205 Live. They brought that story over to NXT, and he just fell out of interest after that. The only time you see Adonis is on 205 Live now, but he had a couple of matches on NXT. And um, after that, he's gone. So he is a part of NXT's roster, so we put him on the D-list. Okay. All right. So on SmackDown for their D list, we have Tamina, Knights of the Lone Wolf. Um, were they on SmackDown on Friday? Because I haven't seen these guys in a couple weeks. Nope. They were there last week, I believe. They weren't there this week. Who was? Knights of the Lone Wolf. The Forgotten Sons. Oh, I forgot. I, I didn't hear what you guys said. I think they were there last week, but I think they were. I, I remember recently seeing them in a promo with um, Corbin, but like, was they it were not there last week? They and weren't he came there. Out there. Yeah, he came. 
they weren't there last week. He wrestled um, Dominic Friday, and they didn't. They weren't there. No, not like this past Friday. Like last Friday, not this. They I weren't guess, there either. Ago. Please just come back as Forgotten Sons. I think they need to repackage them. I really do. I just, I just don't think they deserve to be around there. I felt like they, yeah, they, they should have kept them as a deal as a Forgotten Sons. They could have just kept them as a Forgotten Sons. Like nobody's gonna associate Riker with them. You, be, you, be... nobody no. cares about Riker. No, nobody does. So, um, we got a couple of couple of people here. Janae, are you working on the SmackDown tier? Because my thing just disappeared again. <laughs> No, it's there. Um, so we do have a couple of F tiers. Um, anybody else who we have not mentioned on here, uh, we made a list on it on the pictures. When you see them, um, they were either inactive because uh, we wanted to put Naomi on here, but unfortunately, she after she came back and they did nothing with her, which will continue to piss me off to my dying day. Um, she was injured. She had some stuff to take care of. And we also didn't put anybody who chose not to wrestle during COVID, which honestly, we can't fucking blame them. So, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> I fucking love your photoshops today. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. For F tier. This is where the scumbags go. This is where the people we wish would really fuck off and never come back go. We eat them into the same abyss. I put my Lacey Evans shirt. We are talking about for Raw. We have... Fucking love this one. I swear. For Raw. The greatest yeah. thing ever. We have Jackson Ryder with the three Ks for the F's here. Oh, I gotta fix that too. I misspelled here. corrupted. Motherfucker. That's my favorite. For SmackDown. <laughs> I just saw what you did for SmackDown. <laughs> for SmackDown, we have that one son of a bitch, Lars Lars Sullivan. That she literally put out of order. Give <laughs> <laughs> me more time. So that is our tier list for 2020. Hopefully 2021 is a hell of a lot better. Uh, we we fought over this list and the fight came in with Braun Strowman. Strowman even on here? No. Yeah, he's inactive. He's on Raw as inactive. That's where I had issues with. That's where we had the biggest fight was Braun Strowman. <laughs> I was like, Strowman is a main eventer. Nicole and Janae were dead set against that. And Wait, I was like, he's not. Not, not Janae, uh, Alexis, I'm sorry. And I was like, like, no, it's that's true. Nicole was like, no, he's not. Alexis was like, no, his feuds weren't worth anything. I'm like, but they were on television. He was champion. He was the guy. And he he's usually put in main event situations. He should have been on the main event part of the list. I completely forgot the fact that he was injured. And Janae reminded me, it was like, Tiff, he's injured though. So he should be on the inactive list. And I was like, you know what? You're right. But that's what we were fighting at. It was Braun Strowman. It wasn't about anybody else. It was about Strowman. Let me play 
I think this is the first time I'm ever going to play this card. Let me play Devil Advocate here. Here we go. Let's go. I think this is my first time ever using it. Here we go. Okay. So, you go back a couple episodes. We talk about the whole uh, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns thing that happened at Payback. And I still kind of stand by what I said and Tiff repeated it because it was a conversation we had when we weren't talking or we weren't recording and she said it on the, the show. Bray, with this situation, of course, we know Roman is Vince's guy. He'll land back on his feet. Bray land back on his feet. And, you know, you said that. But even you said it in the show, you were worried about Strowman not being able to bounce back from this. And he showed up on Raw, and he got drafted to Raw, and he was at Survivor Series. But then he got injured. But in between that time, I totally forgot he was on Raw until he came out and even then it wasn't much to do with anything so i still i still stand by what i said though like i stand by my decision to move him up this is the one where tables would have caught on fire we would have been fighting each other oh no we were arguing it was a legit argument they were they it was two against one and even if Janae was in there and Janae had decided that she felt the same, I still stand by that. I stand by Strowman being higher than at the C-plus tier. I don't care what any of them say. Yes, I do agree that his feuds were not great in terms of context, storyline, and being able to get into them. The fact of the matter is just core. He was champion this year. He also was in just about all of the main events that he could they could put him in. He was there. When he was moved over to Raw, he was put in a program with Keith Lee. And those were at the top of the hour of each show. So I'm like, even in, even in the midst of all of that, Strowman was still put in the Survivor Series team. He was one of the five. He's still a main eventer. Whether you liked his views from this year or not, whether you like Strowman as a wrestler or not, that's irrelevant. I was going off of facts, and I was like, I, I'm going to stand by that. I'll stand by that, and I'll stand I on that soapbox. When we did that um, talk, I think I did it. I believe I did agree with Tiff, because I said, how you feel about the storylines aside, if you look at just the criteria, is he bookable in main events? Yes. Was he appearing on TV regularly before he got injured? Yes. yes. Um, was he in main events? Yes, he was. Um, so he's been out for, I think it's like three months, three, no, like two months. So we go by that whole year and we take out the two months that he's been injured. Um, he, has been in, he was, he was in the main event cause he was champion at one point. He is bookable in the main event. So of course he would, Barely. he would be there. <laughs> but... But when I realized that he was injured, I was like, I'm he not can't go on the list. can't go on the list. So that's when um, I came back and I was just like, hey, now that I'm thinking about it, he's actually injured. So by then, by the time she realized he was injured, I uh, there was nothing I could do. It was two against one and they were dead set against it. And Nicole... I love Nicole, but she is, sometimes she, she just, and even when she doesn't like it, 
she's just like, no, we're not doing that. He's he's not going up there. He doesn't deserve to be up there. And it's it's cold. There's no emotion. There's nothing. She's like, no, he doesn't deserve to be up there. I'm not putting him up there. I'm like, why not? I'm I'm hot at this point. Alexis <laughs> is coming back like Tiffany. His feud was shit. I was like, I don't give a goddamn. I swear. We were going back and forth. Nicole wasn't really caring. She was like, no, he's not going up there. Mm-mm. And I was like, you got to be kidding. You can't be kidding. I'm like, so he has to go below our truth. Are you serious? I said, yeah. our truth. I said, at best, our truth should be in the CC plus tier. I don't care how entertaining he was. He was just seen on television every week. He fit that criteria. They said no. I was outnumbered. So he had to be put in that tier. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. That shit is, that's a wash. I was like, that's messed up. Nicole was like, no. Because like, I agreed with Nicole. And it's like, you put him with Bray Wyatt, who... Honestly, I had a problem with Bray being so freaking high, but you know, whatever. Uh, now, if you're assessing his 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 feuds, then our truth doesn't deserve to be where he is either, because his they, feuds but, weren't that great. Well, okay, but get this: I was on a main. Our truth, the twenty four seven title's never gonna fucking. Uh, fuck! My brain just went dead. Start working again. The 24-7 title's never going to main event like WrestleMania. It's never going to main event Royal Rumble. It's never going to be, it's a joke belt. And when R-Truth retires, that belt's going with them. Mark my words. You put Strowman, this was my whole thing. You put someone with Strowman, with someone like Brave Wyatt, who they have had history with each other. And if you got history with someone, your feud should be automatically like, holy shit, people should be hyped for this, you know, and you're telling me that crap match that we got at Extreme Rules, which I still want to know whose bright idea was to go out in the middle of a swamp in Florida at night. Lucky no one's arm got bit off. Strowman probably killed an alligator. I don't know, but you got that. Everyone, like that match was cool for a little bit, but it went way too long. Then they had that match at SummerSlam when Roman came back and kind of just shit on that too. And that match alone, it was a no holds bar match. You got these two guys who, and a poor Alexa Bliss is in the middle. And if that girl took that bump from uh, Strowman when he held her up that high, that woman's bionic. Cause I'd be like, no, nah, just leave me dead here in the ring. I ain't moving. Like I, I can't feel anything from like the waist down. No. Um, so you have that match at SummerSlam which is supposed to be these two guys just tearing into each other. That's the way they hyped it up. It ends with Strowman cutting the ring apron to expose the wood. And the match was stupid. It took, like, it's like, you know, when you save up your finishers in 2K and you just start spamming your finisher to take somebody out because he did, he did Sister Abigail on her twice or on him twice. Like, he did that. He won. Roman came back. They didn't even know Roman came back. And then it's like, they had a three-way thing a week later. And then, honestly, the match we got 
at payback before Roman even came in, and everyone knew Roman was gonna win. These the, the match we got before Roman came in. This should have been the match that we got at payback. Like, but you're going on strictly match quality and the quality of their feud, and that's not a fair assessment of Braun Strowman. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this. If we're so it seems like some are going off of criteria and how they felt personally about storylines. But here's the thing: if we're gonna if we're gonna go off of how we felt about storylines, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, we're going off of how we felt about how we the wrestler storyline, and that's where we need to put them. Then, to be honest, Mustafa Ali and Reckoning need to be where Retribution is because none of their storylines have been good. I have to agree, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm perfectly okay with that. That was and my then, point that I was trying to make with Braun Strowman. And this is also, and this is going beyond me, like me not caring that much for him, but he has done nothing horribly significant, but yes, he was the champion, but that was like, that, that's like a foot, like everyone forgets about it. But then we would also kind of have to move Asuka too, because Asuka storyline wise, they have not been great either. Mm-hmm. Asuka's storyline is, but you still remember that she's an actual champion, though. You couldn't say that about, about Braun when he was champion. But then that also goes back to you NXT. Just kind of just like... was, that goes back to NXT when Finn Balor wanted to be at A, at a because I, from what I was hearing, that because he just, his storyline wise, wasn't doing it for you guys. He wasn't no, doing it for I me. But he, he got moved. And I wasn't pressed about him being an A. Plus. Like, I was not pressed about that. If he was at an A or B plus, I would have been okay with that. And this is what I'm saying. I'm like, we can't just, like, keep giving Braun a pass. I wasn't giving him a pass. I assessed him based off of the year he had. And that's why I said he deserves to be up there. He's going to be booked in main events, and at least he's a bookable main adventure. That doesn't mean that he's better in terms of wrestling and storylines and all that stuff. That doesn't mean any of that. The question was, going off of the year he had, does he fit the criteria for a B or B-plus tier? Yes, he does. Outside of how I personally felt about his feud and what he's capable of in the ring, he still fits in that B, B plus tier. He fits there. Yeah, if we were going based like just based off of the criteria that Ryan Satin set and that you guys have set for this tier list, storyline doesn't storyline is not in this criteria. If storyline was a part of the criteria, then I'd have been like. Yeah, then we're gonna have to move some people around. But since storyline is not part of the criteria, and the criteria is bookable in main events, um, main event holder, and all that, he fits specifically the criteria because storyline is not a part of it. And this isn't even just storyline, I'm just talking about in general, he does not fit in the main event picture. Like this is beyond just storylines. Like, yes, you can put you can technically book him, you can technically book anybody and anybody, anything. Try well, that's why I think you guys that's want him at a B point, plus but no, because this is just like my thing is it's like is it good or is does it mean something? And this is just go and this is just me talking about not that even talking about the storylines he has with Bray in general. Like if he like we 
this is just my understanding. This is just where I'm coming from with it. Yes, he was booked in a main event. Yes, he can, but you can relatively do that with anybody. That doesn't necessarily make them good is what I'm trying to get across. Because you can put Baron Corbin, he, he's been booked in championships plenty of times. He was way, way too much in 2019, especially going back forth with him and Seth. But does that make it good? No. That's why, like, I'm fine with Braun being a B plus because a B plus a B plus for the criteria is he bookable in main events? Yes, well, our criteria list was like your the B plus was your mid card title holders, the B tier is your main event holders. That's well, how no, I said it. The criteria that you sent me was A plus biggest stars in the company, A is main eventers, B plus is bookable in main events, B is mid card title. That's not right. That's not right at all. The well, B um, the mid card is the mid card title holders are higher than a main event booker. So yes. that, needs be, that needs to be fixed because that's not that wasn't what the way I wanted it to be. And the that's not how is, I see it as well. I said he was a B, he was a B at best, and that is bookable in main events. And they said no. They were like, no, he's not. I'm like, yeah, he is. And we're just we're not we're not assessing the matches. If we're assessing the matches for everybody, then damn right, Dana, Mandy have to be moved. Lana has to be moved because she just started showing improvement. A lot of people would have to be moved. I'm just gonna say this, well, and I'm not trying to sound like a bitch, but if we're if you're still sticking with the whole thing that he was a champion, may I remind you, the Miz was champion at one point. No one gave a fuck, and the only thing that came out of his WrestleMania match was John Cena was set up for the next year's WrestleMania match when it was Rock versus John Cena. But if we were assessing their overall careers for the tiers, then that would be different. Then I would agree. But we're not doing that. We're going by the last year that they had. All right, let me make the changes because on my raw tier paper, um, it's B plus, it's bookable in main event. So let me change. That's why I was like, okay, well, I was outnumbered. So we had, we put him in that tier. And either way, he's inactive, so we couldn't get him there. But that's that was where we we had our our biggest our biggest issue. Okay. And so it's not it's, like it's it not be- like I don't agree with their assessment of him. And I think that's where they we we were not I don't think that their understanding is coming through. So Alexis's standpoint is his his storyline and his match quality is trash. And then he, and then Nicole is like, he was not memorable as a champion. He is forgettable. So if he's, he's not someone that you would say, if I need to book somebody for a main event, would he be somebody I would put there? They are both correct in this, in those statements. So I'm not disputing that, but we are going by the criteria that was set. Just by the criteria alone, he is in the B tier. I still stand by what I said. And I'm I mean, fine. same. I'm standing. I'm standing. I'm standing. I don't have a problem with that. I, and I, I can respect that. What, what can I do? I can't make you change your mind. You're growing. I mean, honestly, if we're changing this, honestly, I wouldn't have had put Charlotte at an A. 
I wanted Charlotte to be in the A plus tier because she is one of the biggest. I was like, she is one of the biggest stars in the company. And they said, no, Charlotte should be at the A tier. So I moved her down. I felt like if her being moved down to the A tier wasn't bad. But Charlotte is is still one of the biggest superstars in the company. And she is a main eventer. She was also gone for six months. She just came back. And that's why I discounted her from A+. That was my reasoning for her not being an A+, was because she's been gone. I mean, even uh, Janae said something like, you know, if, you know, we, we, like, if y'all really think that we sit here and I mean, like we say, we don't kiss anybody's asses. And that includes everybody on the show. We don't sit here and like, oh, Tiff, that's such a great idea. Oh, no, nah, we will, we will fucking fight like each other. <laughs> like when we say we're family, we are family. It took us like five. How long did it take us to do this damn thing? Like three hours and a half. We were on the tears for three hours. Yeah, it was three hours. It was long. Half the time we were arguing with each other, and one of us was just like, "I don't care." Like it came down to a point where, like, one of us was like, "Look, I don't fucking care. Just put them." Nicole, it was Nicole. (laughs) Because I gave up. I don't care where you put them. Just put them on the list. I don't care. I was like, I'm outnumbered, so I will be fair and put him where the majority rules. And I put him on the list where where the majority chose him to be. And then Janae was like, well, he's inactive. And I'm like, okay, so we'll just put him on the inactive tier. Everything I'm not, else... I'm not even talking about Strowman. We, fought, we damn near fought about everybody. Not really. We, didn't really? Fought, we, only, fought, we only fought over Strowman, R-Truth, Dana and Mandy, because I was dead set against them. Where do we put them? They put them in the B tier. I said no, they should be in the C tier. And they said no. And I said, okay, I said I'm no, outnumbered. I was okay with them getting buttoned down at the same time. I was happy with it, but I was like, I'll do like I'm okay with it. If everyone else really wants them to go lower, I'm okay right. with it. And then we had like we almost had a difference of opinion with Jeff Hardy because Alexis was like, he's he's a legend, but I'm like That nigga gets going... to be at a D. <laughs> Same with Ray. Jesus. I said, we're going by the year that they had though. So I, I agree with you on Jeff because I'm not expecting much out of him and like last year when he came back because he made it very clear that this is his last run in WWE and then he's going to hang up the boots. So I took that into persistent too because he was on a losing match or a losing streak for a very long time. He just broke it. So I was happy. I told him, I'm like, look, we can put him somewhere in the sea. It won't make me mad because I'm not, because what he's putting out is not the Jeff Hardy I want. Like Jeff is old. Like he, he, he's, he's, I love the man. He's my idol. He's a legend to me. He's like my icon, but he needs to hang up the, you got Edge as your, as your phone saver, really? I do. Bianca (laughs) Belair is my home screen. I'm just giving you shit. shit. But what I was just saying, is like, I'm not expecting much out of Jeff, like this go around. 
because he's getting ready to retire. And I'm not expecting him to be in like main event situations or going for titles or anything like that. If it is, it'll be like United States title or something like that. But I'm not expecting much out of him. And I was fine with you guys saying we need to rank him low. I'm like, okay, but he at least belongs in the seed because he's still showing up, putting out work. He's losing. Oh, I agree. He's losing. Yeah, and we all agree. Uh, then the only other person was Ray and Nicole Jan- said he needs to be at the D. And I'm like, but we see him on TV every I week. I don't give a fuck. She it's said, I don't terrible. care. I, I said, you can't. I said, he's on TV every week. He fits in the seat here. She was like, fine, I don't care, but I'm, I'm going on record right now. I don't I don't care. He's horrible right now, and I don't like it. And that's where she left it. This is this is Ray's last run too, but it's just I like oh Jesus look. Christ. <laughs> what I'm trying to say about the older guys, and you know we're probably gonna catch shit for this, but like to the older guys who've been there, like Jeff Mysterio, you guys y'all have home. pretty much. I was gonna say it nicer, but like y'all have already I'm... done everything that needs to be done. You're multiple time champions in everything. Y'all crippled asses home. Let the new kids <laughs> take it's in good hands. It's not going to fall apart where we don't see Jeff Hardy coming out in his Circa 2000 Hot Topic Godzooks gear with the oh trip he's on. God, I just age myself. Like, I, Jesus. <laughs> like, it's okay. You can go home. Hang up the boots. Like, you've already proven everything you can prove to us. Like, you don't need to fucking do it anymore. And I swear to God, if Ric Flair don't start wearing a fucking mask when he shows up, I'm... Mm, Charlotte, send your father home. Like, no. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, if you want to die, that's his business. Oh, oh shit. Wow. <laughs> he said it, Lord, not me. Like, the, not the, me. Point, the point we're, we're making is that despite our differences, we still can be respectful and understanding of each other. I guess. So, like, <laughs> oh, so, Jesus. Just give it a pass, Nicole. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest, low key. I'm kind of happy I missed that whole. That whole thing. <laughs> you ain't getting out of the next one. Hell no. So the list, they have to be adjusted eventually. No, they, they, they. they uh, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna be working. On another table, I'll just kind of put together. That's a bullshit, Janet. I'm about to go find a. A broken down vehicle be like, I gotta repair this engine, y'all. Go ahead and start that some me. chicken shit. No, no, no. All right. All right. Well, there's our tears for 2020. We're gonna post them on both social medias. If you guys have a problem with it, DM us, comment, yes, start and if you don't like it, kiss our fucking ass because we don't. So we can fight because I'm just looking for a reason to fight. Like, let's go. We fight with ourselves. Don't make, what makes you think we won't fight you? Don't come after me. I wasn't here for the tears. I didn't do the tears. I just drew them. Don't, don't give come a after shit. me. <laughs> Hell no! Like you, you said the chicken shit. Yeah, <laughs> you better step your pussy up. Jesus. We die together. What the fuck, man? Damn, you just you ain't pussy at all. Y'all know if someone came after me, I'd say something. I do it already on Twitter, anyways. 
And they do. You, you know what? Tanae don't get the cool leather jacket. No, she. she oh, she's been pulled. You've been demoted, love. She it's gets one of satin jackets. The next, the next. <laughs> well, how about this? The next one time y'all need a tear maze. Jackets. Next time y'all need a tear maze, find somebody else to do it. Oh, oh he's so nasty. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, the time the tears gonna be made, it's gonna be some low budget tear maker.com. No, your ass don't do it. Shit. <laughs> your ass don't do it. I'll 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 do it. I